Okay, can you guys hear me okay? I can. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. Um, and if some folks come on, um, you know, we'll just uh, we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, I'm. Um, so there's no Okay, and there's no periscope today. There's no periscope today. Is that correct? No, today is not a periscope. Okay. Yeah, she's going to do a periscope later. Okay. Um, gotcha. Yeah, just with the board meeting, it, it was kind of close quarters to being um, finished with that in this call. But uh, you know, we want to maintain our commitment. So right. she asked me right. to uh, to step in, and um, yeah, this is a joy for me. Um, I've been with the ministry for gosh since 2000, what are we, 15, 2011. Um, oh, awesome. I was in the second, yeah, I was in the second platoon. So um, and I'm actually, um, I lead instructor training now. So um, oh, good. Yeah. So just uh, I yeah live and breathe this stuff. So um, yeah. So when she gave me the opportunity to uh, to help her out, I was like absolutely. So and. Of course, if there's questions that are beyond my scope, we'll we'll get them answered for you guys. So yeah. Um, first off, though, is I would like to um, just pray, just pray over this time and um, over the uh, the uh, clean eating or clean hearting challenge. Um, sure. As it comes to as we are heading down the the final days here. So, so Father God, we just come to you, Lord, today. Um, humble, Lord, just uh, desiring to be in your presence, God, because ultimately that's what it all comes down to, Lord. We just want to be in your presence. We want to glorify you. We want to um, make you well-known to all those that we come in contact with. So, Father, I just pray a blessing over each and every person that is in the clean-hearting challenge today, Lord. I pray over any anxious thoughts, Lord, that may come to them. I pray over um, any hearts who feel that they have uh, not reached their their goal, Lord, um, because we know ultimately the goal is just to be closer to you. And as we do that each day, we come, we draw in, we become closer to you, Lord. So, um, and we will never reach that final goal until we are with you in heaven, Lord. So I pray that we just shift our focus. We are all just uh, truly able to continue to shift our focus off of, um, off of the food, off of uh, what is binding us, Lord, and uh, put our minds Put our minds more fixed on you, Lord. Help us uh, come into agreement with your truth, Lord. And uh, just rebuke any lies the enemy has tried to, to slide in. Father, we just love you. Father, I pray that your uh, words come through my mouth today, Lord. I pray that uh, what you have me speak, Lord, will be a blessing to all that are on this call or may listen to this call at a later time, Lord. Um, Father, I just uh, thank you. I thank you for the blessing of this ministry. I thank you for opportunities to say yes to you and the boldness to step into that. So, Lord, we just love you and we praise you. And it's all through your son's name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, so I'm not going to mute everybody because there's not a lot of background noise, which is great. So, um, yeah, if, and uh, the questions that were sent to Elisa, um, I have those in front of me, so that's awesome. And then um, also if they, you know, kind of bring up any other questions for you, if um, you 
and if you want, you can um, send those to me if any other questions come up during this time. And that's at Tammy at RevelationWellness.org. And uh, we'll do our best to get those answered for you uh, during this time. Um, I did go ahead and mute everybody just so you know. And if you um, do have a question, um, then you can unmute yourself. But I just went ahead and did that just to keep the line um, quiet and clear. So, yeah. Um, just really quick, just kind of so, because I know for some of you, many of you don't know who I am. Um, but like I said, I've been with the ministry um, since 2011. Um, I was in the second platoon of Revelation Wellness Instructors. I'm, I serve on the core team. Um, I also have been in the industry of fitness for 20 years, was on that crazy treadmill of, of um, gluttony and restriction for quite some time. And then I found Revelation Wellness, and um, it was through the work done by the Lord um, in this ministry um, that I really came to get freedom from the bondage that I had with food. Now, I say that with the caveat that I do still struggle. Um, just all of us do. I have days where, you know, things are going well or even weeks where I'm just I'm feeling good, I'm just eating well, I'm not obsessing over anything, I'm not neglecting, but then there'll be times that come up that I just don't feel like it. And um, But then I have to check my heart and see what it is, why am I not... What is get, why am I feeling this way? Because it's, it's never, you guys, it's never about the food. And I know you know that. Um, if you've been, you know, checking in on those emails, reading those, those uh, Bibles or the, um, the scriptures and the, the words of wisdom, um, you know that it's not about the food. So, um, but that's when we just, we have to check in and just see what it is that, uh, that is really at the root of what's going on. So, um, which really kind of leads me into uh, one of our questions. Um, and it's the one, it is from, let me see here. Um, just a second. It's from Edie. And uh, I love this question. Um, Edie says this, she says, I have a question for this light control. Um, I love to work out. It makes me feel alive, but I use it a way to control poor eating. You guys, so many of us can fall into that trap where it's, it's exercise. Uh, we just will use that to control um, our eating so we can eat more. I used to say uh, I, wor- I work out so I can eat. I work out so I can eat. Um, boy, did the Lord do some work in that area. Um, so I get it. She's, she's working on exercising less and trying to limit the foods that make her feel unwell while also allowing herself to, quote, eat pizza. Her question is this. How does someone who uses food and exercise as things that I can control, how does someone who uses food and exercise as things I can control let go, yet still follow guidelines in order to eat healthy and exercise for the right reasons? When I find myself saying I'm going to give up control of the food rules, then it's almost like giving myself permission to eat unhealthy or overeat, and I don't want that either. How do I find balance? How do we find balance, right, which really is, is the underlying of her question here. How do we find balance from um, obsessing over it to completely neglecting it? Hmm. Here's the thing, Edie. I hate to, like, um, 
be bold and straightforward, but man, it's so true. We do that. We we want to we want to control it. We want to find that. Um, again, it goes back to that we we kind of are making it about ourselves, and it's got to be about something more than that. Um, what, so what I would challenge her to do, and anyone else who's feeling this way, about how do I find that balance in between too much, too little, is to see what the Lord says, to see what he says about her, to see what he says about you and what he wants for you. The Lord is never, he's never harsh, he's never condemning. So if that's what's coming in for you, please know that that's from the enemy. That's not from the Lord. You guys, it took me a long time to get that. Because I would look in the mirror, I would eat, and I would feel guilt about it and shame. Whenever that's not really from the Lord, that's not from the Lord. He wants to, to enjoy those rich things, right? He doesn't want to guilt us or shame us, or condemn us. So I would encourage you just to be aware. Listen to, listen to the, the voice of the Lord, to the Spirit, which you guys, you've all heard it. You were all drawn into this for some reason. You had a call on your heart. The Lord placed that on your heart to come here to, to do this clean-hearting challenge, to find a way to do things differently. And I think what happens is we just we get caught into just um, the places where we're trying to do it in our own strength and on our own. And really, you guys, it's just it's a walk in obedience, step by step, moment by moment. It really, truly is. And um, I, it can sound kind of crazy or funny, but like if we truly just dedicate this to the Lord, which I know you guys have over the past thirty days, and will continue to do so far past this. It's a moment-by-moment thing. The Lord is not uh, interested in you rotting away and becoming spoiled from too much sugar or pleasure or comfort, right? It's what uh, the email was about today. There's, There's... also could be, you know, for you eating just some confusion with which what is right and what. And I just would encourage you to um, really just find the time to, to seek the Spirit, to seek the Lord and ask him, what is his will for you today, for this moment, um, so that you can have the knowledge and the fruits of the Spirit of Christ, which are peace, love, joy. That's what he has for you. That's what he has for you. So I hope that helps. I hope that, um, you know, I wish there was like a formula, you guys, that I could give you, but it really it all just points back to him, always. Um, another question I have is from Pearl. She asked this. She says, Elisa, what can you suggest, work out the foods, to, to do during the night, nightmare time of the month? Yeah, right, you guys? Um She says, I'm full of hormones, and uh, and I know that sugar, well, we have said, you know, right, well, it's true. Sugar can cause hormone imbalances if, if consumed too much, um, and, but that's her struggle. And she fell off 
track last week. Again, we're not doing this perfectly. We're just practicing. Um, but she's been saving the emails, referring back to those, which is awesome. But she feels defeated and not so great about herself. So the struggle is real, you guys. Um, <laughs> and I think we know that. Um, man, up and down, in and out, cravings, tired, whatever. Man, sugar is such a trap because it gives us, it gives us that quick energy burst that we want, um, but then it will always fall short. It will always leave us empty, yet craving more. Um, one of the things, though, I want to mention that she, that is in this, and I, I think we all can uh, fall into that, is uh, it starts out, what can you suggest, workouts and foods, to do during the nightmare time of the month? Um, and so in that, man, I just, I, and seeing in the, the back of that and, and thinking about that more, we kind of set ourselves up when we go into a situation that way. We're already kind of predetermining, like, this is going to suck, right? This time of the month, this situation, this circumstance, I'm already kind of building it up to be something. And boy, what we look for, we will find, right? What we look for, we will find. So if we expect it to be a terrible time, a terrible few days, a terrible week or, or more, we're going to end up finding that. Um, I would challenge you to make a shift, make a shift in, in how you think of it and how you look at it, Um because what we don't want to do is we don't want to make the, we don't want to make agreements with those lies. I, don't get me wrong, I get it. Like it's a, it's a crummy time, you know. And and some people like physically react worse than others during that time, and our cravings and our desires. Um, but we all have those circumstances that that take us to that place, or we wouldn't be here, right? We have those circumstances that take us there. If we can go in just changing our hearts, focusing them on him again, back to him, putting it back towards him, everything will change. Matthew 7, 7 in the NIV version, it's, it's really simple, a scripture that we're all so familiar with. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Now, I'm not saying a shift in our thoughts and our, our, our will completely erase all of the anxiety we might have over it or the cravings, or, but if we already go into it predetermining that this is going to stink, then it's probably going to stink. But if we can hope for the best, right, if we can hope for the best and set our minds and our thoughts more on him, it's not going to be quite as bad. I mean, I think he, I don't know if you can relate, but there are so uh, conversations that I've had to have recently, and um, where I've been in situations that it's just a bad conversation. I just know it's not going to go well. It's with someone that I'm, you know, maybe super close to, and I've got some really disappointing news that I have to tell. I'm just the whole thing just eats me up. I just recently tried uh, changing my mindset and just, you know what, the Lord has got this covered. He knows it. He's not surprised by it. And going into it and just, um, I found that those conversations go much much more smoothly than I ever expected. 
because I'm letting go of my control over what I think is going to happen. So it's when we can bring our wills into agreement with his that we find that peace. So I just really want to ask you, um, Pearl, to just shift shift your thoughts about it. Shift your attitude about it. Yeah, but you know what, man? What a blessing. Our bodies, these, our bodies are these miracles that work this way. You know? Um, yeah. So I just want to um, challenge you to do that. And uh, don't make agreement. Don't make agreement with the disappointment. Make agreement with his truth. So I hope that helps. I hope that will help in some way. Um... Let's see. Uh, another question we had here this week. Um, one second. Where's that? There it is. We go in. Awesome. Okay. Um, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is from Gina. Love this. Um, Gina says she's a rule follower and she's worried about the challenge being over, right, and reverting back to old habits. Some of the things that she's fasted from or given up, you know, we are coming to the end of our 30 days, right, you guys? Um, and, uh, well, I know the Lord has done huge transformations for many of us, there's some of us that feel like we're still stuck in the same place or that fear of what about when the 30 days is over? Then what? What's next? What do I do? Right? Because we have, we like that structure. We want those rules. We want, we want to be able to follow it. Right? Um, first, I want to ask Gina if she and, or any of others of you who are having those same feelings, Elisa did um, a periscope yesterday that you could watch, and it specifically speaks to this, um, the fear of things ending. Um, and you can go watch that on uh, catch.me backslash Elisa Keaton, um, and you could find that periscope. But I just want to remind you that, um, yeah, there is no fear in love, that perfect love casts out our fear. And that's what's happened, you guys. We may be getting some fear rising up because we're coming to the end of something, but God's love is over all of that. And if we can rest and trust in that, we have nothing to fear. We have nothing to fear. Because first of all, you guys, the Spirit is doing the work here. The Spirit is doing the work. Each and every one of you that are on this call or that have been in this clean hearting challenge know that the Spirit's the one doing the work. The Spirit's the one that... that put that pull on your heart to come into this. I also want to make sure that we, we're aware that there is, you guys have been changed and transformed leaps and bounds. And that this is a practice, you guys. This is a practice. We get to practice it. We get to practice it. You can't unknow what you know. You know how well you feel, Right? 
you know that you've been able to let go of some of those things. You know that you've, you've taken back new ground. And that's where you want to rest. And just please know that the Lord has more for you than just this 30 days. You guys, this is our practice ground. In Matthew seven twenty four, um, Jesus is teaching about building on a solid foundation, which is really what I feel this clean hearting challenge has been for myself. Um, I've been going through it too. I mean, like I said, I still I still have to keep fresh in it. And it says this here. It says uh, Matthew seven, actually twenty four. Says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And he's just, excuse me, Christ has just finished teaching, um, just finished several teachings, fasting and judging others and asking, seeking, knocking, right? He's uh, taught about several different things. And he says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. You guys, this is a practice ground. He doesn't say everybody who does everything perfectly, but who practices it. Who, who when you get down, you get back up. You get back on the horse and you practice it again. You practice it again. The word practice, whenever I read over that, the word practice, it actually means um, to exercise, use, to implement. Repeated exercise in or performance of an activity or skill as to acquire or maintain proficiency in it. So we're never going to get it perfectly done. But just know that the Lord has work for you that goes far beyond the 30 days. And we're going to continue to practice it. We may not be in this, you know, hand in hand, but revelation wellness will come beside you. I know Elisa is planning a, um, gosh, where did I write it down? Oh, yeah, there it is. She's planning a Romans 8, Life in the Spirit, Periscope, um, in October. So she's going to continue with some short daily Periscopes that will go through Romans 8. With you guys... If you, like, the, of all chapters of, script, of the Bible, Romans 8, man, life in the Spirit. When we are um, in the Spirit, that's where we rest, you guys. That's where we find that place of balance, of peace, of calm, of no fear of, of what's going to happen. I'm not saying that there's no fear, okay? Don't get me wrong. Like, we're, we're all going to go into it. But we quickly come back to him and knowing his love for us, his abundance that he has for us around around it. And Romans 8, I'm just saying exactly where it's at. So, um, yeah, and that's in October. So, um, but yeah, so it, the work and grace he has for you goes far beyond the next 30 days or this 30 days. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one other question I have here is from... I may say it wrong, but I think it's uh, Carissa. And boy, this one spoke to me personally. Um, and she says this. She's like, failures, failure slash success are major strongholds in my life. I judge myself and others 
to my shame, by my or their success. So if someone seems to be successful, they become a threat, and I fall in comparison hole. The times that God has, has scoped, or I'm sorry, has scooped me out of the hole or drawn me away from it have been times that I have been completely overwhelmed by his great love for me. Here's the big, how do I remain hidden inside his love? To truly know who I am is so empowering. How do I live and breathe and move in that place? Why do I forget? Is there anything I can do to stay there? Wow, Krista, like, yeah, girl, I hear you. I am, I feel like you are my sister from another mister. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, like, I have, I get the joy of being um, here in Phoenix. So, kind of, um, and, and on being a member of the core team, like, just, uh, but yet, not perfect. Elisa, not perfect. Me, not perfect. Um the ministry, not perfect. Um, we try to do it well. We try to stay in line and in balance. And I tell you what, friend, the the verse that I cling to, that I hold um, fast to, is Romans 12. Romans 12, too. It says this, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind. Then you, will, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. So how do we do it? How do you do it? You stay in the word. You stay in the word. Just find ways to get his word in you. And, and there are times where we might be dry, where you're not hearing anything from him when you are in the word. Persist. Persist. Just knock. Seek and knock. He says in Matthew 7, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will open to you. Continue to knock and ask him. Ask him to heal that place for you. But man, yeah, fear and, and uh, comparison, totally. Um, when I started first doing instructor training, um, stepping, oh, yeah, after Elisa um, turned it over to a few lead instructors to train um, freedom fighters to rise up in uh, other communities. Um, again, it was an opportunity that the Lord had called me into to um, to help with that, to to get to teach. Talk about comparison. Um, Elise and I have similar backgrounds. She is definitely amazingly gifted. Like I, just she is ordained to do this work, um, but uh, just similar backgrounds, passion for fitness, passion for people, exhorters, um, I'll be your biggest cheerleader. I love when I'm in a class and there's someone in a room who thinks that they can't do it. I My joy is to come alongside them and to just lift them up. Um, so just similar and uh, similar hearts after God and after freedom in this whole crazy pants industry. Um, but uh, she and I had a situation where I had it. it. It was a lot of comparison. But it was comparison I was putting on on her. You know, it's not of the Lord. And here's the thing. Um, there's room at the table for everyone. 
because there's room at the table for everyone. But the only way that we can continue to be at the table is coming to the table, coming into his word, seeking him, and just standing in his light. That's how we do it. We just come to the table, ask him for his word, for his truth, how his word's speaking to us, what he is saying to us, to our hearts, um, and that's in just renewing your mind every day, every day, as often and as frequently as you can. Um, yeah. So I hope that helps you. Um, I hope that, uh, you know, again, there's not a, a, a magic formula. Um, it's just it's keeping our eyes fixed on him. When we do stray, coming back to him, filling ourselves with his truth, not the lies that the enemy has for us, not following every trend that, that hops along, but, but, you know, this is not, his truth is not going to change. I know Lisa said it in one of the first periscopes, clean eating was originally God's idea. Right? It's God's idea. And you were his idea. And he called you into this challenge. He predestined each and every one of you to be exactly where you are right now. Exactly where you are right now. Because he wants to celebrate you. So friends, I just um, hope that uh, I'm praying over the remainder of this challenge. I pray that uh, the fear that we may have of it, of it coming to an end subsides that you know that this is uh, that we are all just in the beginning phases of our work and we will never be complete until we meet with him. But this journey that we go step by step, day by day, if we just continue to seek him out, that's where we'll find our joy. And that's where we'll feel celebrated by him. So I hope this helped. Um, I hope questions were answered. Um, and again, if uh, you have any questions, please uh, send them to info at revelationwellness.org and put uh, clean, clean hearting question in the subject line um, so we're able to know what those are for or that they are clean hearting questions. Um, and uh, yeah, check out that periscope that she did yesterday again on... Uh, catch, K-A-T-C-H dot me backslash Elisa Keaton. And uh, yeah, I uh, look forward to, to hearing from you guys and uh, seeing some of you again soon. So I'm going to pray us out and uh, we'll talk to you next week. So Father, I just love you and I'm grateful for you. Lord, I just pray that uh, this time was a blessing to you. I pray that... Uh, we see and know and understand that all things point back to you. There's nothing that surprises you. You are so sovereign over all of this, over all these things. So as we do continue in our daily struggles, Lord, I just pray that we can reset, reset ourselves and our hearts back on you. Take a moment instead of struggling with what it is, what are we supposed to do, Lord, but just take a moment and come back to you. Father, I just pray as we practice hearing from you, Lord, that it becomes um, easily done. That uh, as we uh, hear from you more, it makes all these other things fall, fall 
to the side. Lord, I pray freedom over each and every person that is in this challenge right now, Lord. I just pray over any addition, any strongholds that may still be residing, Lord, that uh, you just break every chain off of them. I pray that we no longer make agreements with the lies that we are too much or that we're not enough. Father, we ask your forgiveness for making agreements with any, any untruths. Lord, I pray we know and receive the forgiveness that you have for us so that we can then be truly free. Lord, and just allow us time to spend in your word with you, hearing from the Spirit, Lord, the boldness and the courage to walk in obedience moment by moment, every choice that we make. So when we don't, knowing that because of your grace and love, we can come back to you with open arms. So, Father God, we just love you. We thank you. I thank you for this ministry of Revelation Wellness. I thank you for Elisa Keaton. I thank you for the Clean Hearting Challenge, Lord. Father, I just uh, ask for your love and mercy over each and every one of us here today. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. All right, friends, um, I hope that answers your questions. And again, um, you can send any more or any additional you have to uh, info at revelationwellness.org and put uh, Clean Harding Challenge in the uh, tick line. Or, yeah, Clean Harding, sorry, question. And uh, we'll get those answered for you. And um, all right, we'll see you guys next week. Have a great day. Bye.